and it's only a sliver of the door that's open, but there's immediately two points of light, and you realise that it's a glint from the one point of light, the fire grate in the study, and there's these two points of light moving up and down, and as your sort of eyes focus, you see a face that is horribly distended. It seems um, almost as if the jaw is hanging far too loosely and the sort of sliver of a tongue hanging out of it. And you see this sort of like the scraps of hair and the, the eyes become sort of quite yellow in the thing and teeth suddenly appear <laughs> and the door pushes open slightly. And um, I, I scream, I scream. You scream. The Apocalypse Players present A Christmas Inheritance. A Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition scenario by Dana McAleer in the style of M.R. James. With Joseph Chance as Edward Caster, Dan Wheeler as Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon, Dominic Allen as Sidney Wagner, and Dana McAleer as the Keeper of Arcane Law. Part 4. A Sort of Dog. I scream, go up your bald head! And, uh, and the face immediately retreats and a sort of shadow jumps back into the darkness and you hear the voice of William out in the corridor saying, Ben! Ben, you silly goose! Stop it! And I've thrown, I've thrown a book from behind me. <laughs> ben, it, it's just a book you daft son. You scare them half to death. And you hear a sort of whining from the corridor and then a sort of the face reappears but suddenly in the context it's you realize it's this huge dog it's an irish wolfhound oh god they scare me anyway uh, they are scary though yeah big old fuckers aren't they so i mean their faces are horrible when they just suddenly appear at you <laughs> but um it's the way they're hunched over it's it, it's been it's been cowed by you throwing the book in it and it sort of it sort of comes back to the door with william there present and sort of looks quite sheepish i still feel like i should do a sanity roll for the experience yeah i mean it was a horrible revelation <laughs> yeah. please do Okay, I succeed. I succeed. I pass my. So you're fine. It it freaked the fuck out of you, but you're like, oh, I'm a silly goose. You you comes up. Okay, thank fuck. It's just a dog, and uh, William appears at the door in his flat cap and sort of. Uh, I'm sorry about that. It's uh, it's Thomas's dog. No fear. He's not qu- not quite settled. No fear. Is he uh, is he a hunting hound? Oh well, well uh, absolutely he can, but he's a uh, he's a hound that will turn to anything you give him to do. I, I guarantee you that he's uh, he was Thomas's while he was still alive, and he, I I feel he's still pining. He'll uh, he'll come asleep with me in my cottage from time to time, but he tends to pad around the house. And I I feel bad for the boy. I uh, honestly I do. And the dog sort of moved back into the thing, and I think this is a weird thing. He sort of comes up to you, Dom the dog and sort of he's almost like your chest height <laughs> but he looks quite sheepish and sort of uh, comes up and sort of uh, sort of lays his head down and his paws in front of you i pat him on the head mm. good 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 boy there good lad <laughs> and he looks he looks very pleased i think it's it's almost as if he's intelligent enough to know he'd scared you and feel sheepish and uh, he's <laughs> glad that you've given him a little pat um william says uh do you find what you were looking for, then? Uh, 
<laughs> no, to be honest. Oh, I see. What what was the issue? Well, well, well <laughs> deal of information. Maybe we should but... start with Ned. You were looking for some papers, and uh... oh yeah, oh the papers. Ains- Peter, uh, sorry, Mister Ainsworth left them for. Well, they're all perfectly in order, and that's that's fine. But I was thinking that well. You just called him Thomas, and that makes me feel that you knew Mr. Caldwell far better than I. Oh, well, I I served him for several years. Other than the study, was there any other place that he frequented? Well... Within uh, the house, I mean. He was, uh, well, within the house, not so much. He'd have his dinner, and then he'd go straight up to his study, and oftentimes I'd find him asleep in front of the gate, uh, with his uh, his feet up. I've burned himself to death one or two times, I swear, but uh, other than that, I mean, he'd spend several of his days out by the folly, down by the ruins. Uh, the folly? Oh, and, yeah, oh, the... Uh, I, 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 Would that be the Greco-Roman temple? Indeed, sir. Oh, you you did see it when you came. Mm. I, in the light of day tomorrow, you'll see just what treats this place has in store for you. There's a... Well, as you've seen, the folly, there's ruins, there's a maze, there's a temple. Let's have some lanterns, William. Let's have some lanterns. Light them up. Absolutely, sir. Quite right. And he, uh, he shuffles off. Oh, um, just a second... Uh, I was wondering, you, you haven't heard any stories about bears around here, have you? Bears? Someone hasn't got, like, a z- escape from a zoo or a, huh. a travelling road show. So, no, 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 there's no uh, zoos around here. If there was a, a bear escape from the zoo, I imagine the local children would eat it right up. <laughs> so I wouldn't uh, worry about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a strange thing to say. <laughs> Can I do a psychology role on him? <laughs> I think I want to do a psychology role on him as well. I'm going to try and get into uh, Sydney's eyeline while he's studying so carefully with his furrowed expression. Just, just okay, cool, cool. I got, I got an extreme success. Cool, cool. <laughs> an extreme <laughs> success in my psychology. Yeah. Okay, so uh, an extreme success. And what were you looking for specifically, or was it just a general? I, I wanted to know how he reacted to me asking about bears. There was. Uh, so, you can't be sure, but um, it seems when he said bears, you saw a flicker in his eyes that suggested a mixture of excitement and surprise. Oh, and, that's uh, so much worse than what I was expecting. Right, unexpected. Oh, right. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, and it may just yeah. be because, you know, he's a country boy and he's never seen a bear in his life. And he's, oh, these are these uh, townsfolk coming in and they're talking about bears and golf and shooting and... Oh, I never had any of that. But there was something when he said bears that he seemed sort of taken aback, but quite gleeful almost. Just a flicker in the eyes, yeah. Oh, God. Um, also, I'd, I don't want to sleep here. I know, to remind you, gentlemen, it's. Uh, I don't know if you've got a clock up here, but it's uh, coming on to one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it is, isn't uh, it? Bring us those lanterns, though, will you? Maybe, maybe, we, should, uh, maybe we should turn in. But bring us those lanterns, will you? Well, I will. I'll, I'll just go and fetch them from downstairs. <laughs> well, I've put one already in each of your chambers. Oh, I, uh, oh well, if I'd known that. Yeah, but in which case, you, you can turn in, wouldn't you? Oh, well, thank you very much, sir. Uh, pleasure. And Mr. Ainsworth will be back tomorrow, I'm sure, bright and early. And, well, we'll have a grand old time looking around the grounds and seeing what, what you want done. So thank you for your hospitality. Uh, he, he's very sort of awkward. He's sort of... Uh, it's like he, he doesn't want to say the wrong thing to you. So um, he sort of backs out of the room. As, as he leaves, as the door shuts, I turn to the other two and I say, Right, gentlemen, 
Meet me in the hallway in a moment's time. Take your lanterns from your room. We're going to that temple of yours, I say, looking pointedly at uh, Pip, not Perry. In in the middle of the night? That's I mean, what we're doing. this wait till the morning? There's a boy missing. Samuel Martins is missing. I'm with Eddie on this one. He got felded up in the maze. I don't trust that man further than I could throw him. William, I mean. And as for Thomas Caldwell, I don't know what he's up to, but look at this library. It's unique. All right, Ned, you, we're here as your guests, so if uh, if that's what you want, then... And then, uh, as I've said that, you, you both see me hesitate. My, my head turns towards the ledgers uh, t- to one side of the fireplace, and I go, the ledgers. I forgot the ledgers. Quick, let's look at the ledgers. Quickly, quickly now. And I grab one and I thrust, I thrust one in each of the other's hands and I, I start to look at them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll do a spot hidden in my ledger. So um, I, I'll do whatever you tell me. Yeah, do what you like in the ledgers. Um, you, <laughs> Library use? The thing is, Seven. unless you're looking for something... Locksmith? Unless you're looking... <laughs> mechanical repair? There's a secret compartment in my ledger. <laughs> There's an engine in my ledger. Summon elemental. Um, unless there's something you're specifically looking for, uh, all you can really glean from them is in in there. There are the sort of the Caldwell deeds, I suppose you would say. There's the uh, the details of the house and the lands. There's there's some sort of uh, you know uh, family tree stuff. Um, I'm looking for a map of the maze. Ah, and I've rolled a seven, which is an, you rolled a seven, which is very good. So. Uh, so can I clarify well, what the ledgers are? Is that an extreme success? So the ledgers are sort of leather-bound books that they're, they're in a cabinet to the left of, as you face it, the fireside, and they sort of uh, they, they're full of legal documents and stuff. So whereas the rest of the place is books, this is the stuff with contracts, like deeds, family trees, things like that. It seems to be the personal history of the the family from what you can glean. Um, with the excellent success. With an excellent success, I must give you something, but I'm afraid it is not a map of the maze. You find, you scroll through, and you scroll through, and you spool through, and you find layout designs, you find layout designs. One of them is from about 80 years ago, you'd sort of presume. Uh, It's probably the most recent sort of diagram of the layout. Even then, the maze is sort of just a cube, but there is a tiny shaded sort of circle, and at the bottom... There is just a note saying, ask Lawrence. I think we should look at this temple tonight. Okay. Tonight. All right. I concur. And, and then... Very grand. And if necessary, we should burn that... Burn that fucker to the ground. Well, well, well let us not be hasty, but, but if the Reverend says that we should, then let us not ban that from our actions. William, William's left the house. And you, you've sort of given relief to go back to his cottage. It's on the grounds. So, uh, okay, uh, you know, it's within calling distance. But, um... I, I say, um, you know, I would really like to hypnotise that William by force. <laughs> Sadly, such things are not possible. Well, I don't know. I've got a shotgun upstairs, and it may come to that, but I don't trust him. No. he He's not been terribly forthcoming with all the secrets of this house. What do you mean? I would have thought, well, I feel like there's a, there's a whole narrative going on behind our backs. Did you see something again that I didn't see? I think he's been utterly charming in your account. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I saw a monster. I mean, I have to disagree. I have to disagree, gentlemen. I, I think William's been uh, perfectly uh, respectable. No, Pip, stop being wishy-washy. 
Stop it. <laughs> yes, which is exactly what you would be if he was trying to dissemble, which I think he is. Hmm. I will tell you something. When I mentioned bears to him, I saw a flash of passion in his eyes. An unnatural passion. Like a man obsessed. I say, like a man obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I lean in, making sure that Pip can't hear me, and I just whisper for quite a long time into Sydney's ear, and we both laugh. And I look directly at Pip while he does. <laughs> and we both laugh, going... <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. But, sorry, you were saying... I do a psychology role. <laughs> I fail it. Yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to fail it. Yeah. I do a psychology role to see if he's doing a psychology role on us. <laughs> Fucking posh bully boys. Uh, well, I got a hard success on my psychology role, so I know that he's trying to... I try. I know. To, I know that he's trying to glean my psychology, which means that I know he's paranoid. Uh, <laughs> I see you focusing on Perry, and I roll my psychology roll, and I pass it. <laughs> oh, I don't pass it. No, I don't. I could spend three luck, and I could pass it. I spend three luck. I spend three luck, and I. No, you're right. No, I don't. Come on, this is getting crazy. Is getting We're crazy. laughing, and then you're. You'll have to stop suddenly because you think I'm I'm sharing something with Peregrine. And then I think, oh my God, he's actually talking to Peregrine all along. And and in a week's time, you'll be like on the verge of death. You will have just shot someone and you'll be three luck away from surviving. And you will have, <laughs> it be will frozen. be gone because you spent it on trying to work out what Peregrine had overheard in your naughty conversation. Right. <laughs> um, Can you all give me a constitution roll as you're sort of getting up to leave the study? Oh, yes. Aced it. Uh, hard success. Uh, hard success. Okay, so you're all feeling very vibrant. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, where are you off to? Unlike my real self. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you ask me to go out to a temple right now, I go, really? Are you serious? It's, it's December. <laughs> anyway, point is, um, <laughs> I, I'm, I have dexterity 60, and if anyone's faster than me, they'll be there on in the hallway before me. I'm way, way slower than you. I've got dexterity 40. Yeah, I'm even slower than you. Peregrine takes his sweet time. <laughs> so I, I grab my nine iron. I bang my knee on the desk on the way out. <laughs> oh, I grab my nine iron and a, a lantern. And uh, Also, Sydney, uh, you realise the, uh, the dog, Ben, as he called it, is following you. Oh, good. Quite. There's a lot of padding along behind you, like, quite contentedly. Peregrine turns around and says, so so where are we headed? And realises that both the other gents have already left the room. <laughs> That's how slow he is. <laughs> who the hell is Lawrence? Who, who is Lawrence? That's a good point, actually. Who is Lawrence? Who is Lawrence? Where's that name come from? It's on the plans. It says, see, speak to Lawrence about the maze. You've not encountered a Lawrence so far. No. Or a Lawrence couch, or a Lawrence settee. The, 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 the note you were reading, whilst, which said that, seemed to be written about 80 years ago or so. Ah, uh, so we might not encounter that Lawrence. <laughs> you, may, you may have missed Lawrence. Yeah, we may have just missed him. <laughs> <laughs> just missed him. He may be the maker of the maze or some such. I don't know. Who knows? Never know. Or maybe the maintainer, the gardener, the head gardener. Wait a minute. Before we leave this room... Uh, well, you guys can leave. I, I'm going to ha hang back and I, I'm going to check. I'm going to check the books, the records, the ledgers. I want to see if I can find any reference to roster of staff members, alive or dead. 
over the last hundred years. Excellent. So are you doing this while they leave? Because it's going to be it's going to take you a while. Mm. I'm I'm going upstairs to get my field glasses anyway. You are upstairs, but you're on the opposite corridor. Oh, I'm going to my room to get my field glasses. Well, I'll have a I'll have a quick look and see how well I do. Or do you want to do, do a library roll and see how you do it? Like you might get lucky. You could do a luck roll or a library use roll, I suppose. Well, I'd rather do luck than library because I'm a, I'm very lucky. Do luck. You know where the sort of like the the house is. This one. I I tune myself to, uh, you know, this. Speak to me, Lawrence. Yes. Show me your secrets. <laughs> and and uh, anyone who walks past the door to collect their field glasses will see me in the firelight with my eyes closed, walking around the library, about to bump into the desk again. Um, <laughs> and I roll a thirty-eight on a seventy-four. Wow. So uh, you do, in, in amongst the leather-bound sort of mantos of, uh, you know, family history and legal documents, you do find uh, sort of uh, staff procurements and uh, dismissals. Um, there are no staff members named. It's all numbered. It seems quite uh, abstract, and it seems like uh, the impression you get is that... Uh, They've been using a lot of itinerant workers, maybe. Um, mm. But there's no one, really, who seems to be regular mm. staff over the last hundred years. And in terms of dismissals, there's no nothing that stands out as being unusual. There's no sort of uh, dismissals for... There's nothing noted under dismissals. There's plenty of people leaving and never appearing again in the ledger, but there are... But nothing disgraced or commented on? No. I see. Oh, well. Ah, oh, well. Worth a worth a check. It was, it was worth a good a idea. So I step into the hallway. You got your field glasses, Perry? Where are you, man? We've been waiting for you. Uh, that's fine. I've just picked up my field glasses. Ben, the dog, oh. is just going mental behind you. Down, girl. <laughs> Boy. He looks very offended and wanders off. No, no, he's fine. He's following. There was something about the interaction with Sydney. I think he's like following Sydney because he scared Sydney, felt ashamed, and then Sydney petted him. <laughs> so he's just like following Sydney. I'm actually just going to go up to go up to the dog. Ben, and see if I can try and um, tame him a little and try and get on his side. I'm going to roll my animal handling. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe you wasted your animal handling on the dog when we're clearly going to have to confront We've a bear. We've got a bear coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sydney's never existed. And he just uh, immediately just tags along next to Peregrine and is just sort of at your beck and call um, seems far tamer than he was earlier this is the sort of shaggy beast you also you're aware that he's you know he's the dog of the dead master that you know Thomas Cole has been dead for several months by this point so he must feel lost and looking for someone to cling to so it makes sense that you know but whatever it is you've come up to him and sort of shown him something and I pull out a little bit of cheese that i keep in my pocket that i normally just i i it's normally for like field mice and things but i give him a little i know dogs love cheese and you, you do a spot hidden and you realize he's actually a giant mouse there we go a sand check dogs basically are giant mice so are you off to the temple yes if that's okay with you guys i feel like we should i feel like we should I'd like the, we, we know he was last seen in the maze I feel like we should check the maze as well, but I think Temple first would probably be an easier, quicker thing to check 
because the maze will probably get lost. Cause yeah, because it's a maze. We're idiots. It's a 50-50, but I think that maze without a map, tricky stuff. Are you fond of mazes, Eddie? Very. Oh, that's a shame. I was going to suggest we could just burn burn it down. <laughs> so uh, you, <laughs> you make your way outside of the front door and um, the rain's coming down now. It's not just uh, the drizzle of earlier. It's pretty uh, heavy. It's not a night for maze burning. The temple it is. <laughs> and, um, the, yeah, well, quite. You you can now all see over to the right the sort of glimmer of the, the flickering flame in the brazier. Um, it's a couple of hundred yards away from you, um, obviously diminished by the uh, the weather, but it's, it's still there. I wonder who keeps that flame lit. Yeah. It's very odd. Well, uh, I've got my golfer's cap on, I think, for this, and I'm putting my... Oh, I've swapped for a fez. Uh, a fez. <laughs> the, the nine iron over your shoulder. Uh, yes, nine, nine, uh, nine iron over the shoulder, but still leaning on the other hand, leaning on the cane as I... Uh, yes, so... So, you you see that to the distance. You can see the temple. You can see the outline of it lit by the brazier. It's sort of in silhouette, but, um, you know, if you're willing to brave the rain, you can sort of cut across the lawn to directly towards it. Uh, it's funny that he's David Tennant, because I feel like I'm probably Michael Winner in this. <laughs> you're Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a legend? Let's not be wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm in a fez right now. Um, Maybe I'm more like Tommy Cooper. <laughs> I, I think we're willing to brave the rain and mm. cross over for one mm-hmm. one quick investigation. So you uh, you sort of you stroll along the lawn and you're being followed by uh, Ben, the massive Irish wolfhound, <laughs> sort of sort of trotting along towards Peregrine's side. Who's in Who's in front? Who's uh, going first? I think I'm probably actually just to ret- just to retcon my headwear. I think with the rain, I wouldn't Please reach do. the fairs. I think I'd use the... Uh, Quite right. I'd, I'd wear a rice hat. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's then common. it'll expand and cover more of you, yeah. <laughs> so I'm wearing a, a... What's the official... What's the proper name for them? A non-la. I'm sure oh, I'm yeah, yeah. it wrong. Uh, Sounded good. Excellent. So whoever's in front, who are you? It's me. I'm at the back with the dog. Give me a luck, Rob. Oh, my God, I passed by two. Excellent. So you're, you're coming within sort of 50 yards of this temple... It's sort of thrown into better and better relief. At the last minute, you realise your your heel slightly sort of um, slides downwards on something and you realise you, you pull back just in time to not fall into a pit in front of you and you realise that there is an entire, as your eyes adjust, there is an entire series of sort of ruins, like trenches and half walls dug into the ground in front of this temple. And it extends for about 50 yards. Good God, gentlemen. What is this place? I couldn't be more thankful that you're both here. <laughs> I wish I could say the feeling was mutual. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'd probably add. I'm so so bloody sorry that you are both. <laughs> if, I could, if I could change that, I would. What on earth have we stumbled into? I don't know, but it doesn't look good. I feel like this is probably something we could have looked up in the library. <laughs> hmm... This is remembering you arrived at the house as it was approaching dark, so it may well be that this was entirely visible beforehand. Um, but uh, in the night, it seems like a sudden series of ob- obstacles between you and the temple. Can we see any way across? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can just branch out to the left or right as long as you're okay. careful. You can, As your eyes adjust, you can see... Well, I'll just stick to that side. and You can still get to the temple. 
There's only 50 yards away. Then, then so should we work? Should we work our way around the outside? Yes, I think so. Well, uh, no, I think you head still head across. That would be my plan. If you want to head across, you'll be doing some jumping. Um, if you want to go around, it'll take you maybe two minutes longer. Uh, maybe I misunderstood. Sorry, I thought you meant there were ways across. You just have to pick your path. Your there path. are ways across if you want to jump. Otherwise, go around, but it won't take you much longer. Then we'll go around. We'll go around. We'll go around. Yeah. Let's let's go around. As we're going around, I say, those those kids from the village were awfully odd, weren't they? Yes. Kids. You think they were odd? Kids? Were they goats? Sorry. <laughs> what? You called them kids? I th- I believe he refers to the children, <laughs> the human children. <laughs> oh, I see. Sorry, and it's one of these one of these newfangled expressions. I. I... Uh, He's travelled a lot, hasn't he? Uh, well, I was in show business. You were in show business when you were, I forget now. I was... Here I am, stuck in the government. I'm in the government, old chap. As you, as you reach the brazier, which is out the front, it's just under the lip of the temple, so you can see how it's kept alight. It's got coals in it, so you assume the groundskeeper, William, or whoever has been lighting it, that it's... Groundskeeper, um, Willie. <laughs> 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 William. But, Willie, sure. And, uh yeah it's sort of greco-roman and it's it's so new like there's no you know it's it's one of those follies wait let me let me do my archaeology check please do i'm gonna push it i the the rain's in my face i i take my hat off and i wipe it i put my cap back on is this what i think it is and i lean on my secrets (laughs) yes and the second time i do pass it okay um it's embarrassingly badly made well it's not embarrassingly badly made but it's it's so clearly a sort of modern day replica and it's like you know you you'll have been to garden parties and sort of country parties where people have follies in the past and little sort of fake ruins and temples but generally a bit this looks so modern it's like pure white marble and it's a very basic sort of greco-roman sort of little temple half open at the front and um to someone who knows Roman or Greek or any history, really, it's like, yeah, this is fine if we're role-playing, if we're doing LARP. It didn't exist back then, I don't think. But uh, you know what I mean. It's that sort of level of realism. Ned, what a char- charming um, a charming little folly here in your grounds. Yes. What do you make of this? There's a few busts around as well. There's like a circle of busts around the centre of the temple. Well, it would, it would seem unkind to say it in the uh, earshot of the gods to whom it is pledged, but uh, perhaps a few pennies to the uh, quarry mason, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but nothing else, I would argue. <clears throat> he says yeah, distastefully, wriggling slightly. It feels, Come on, let's check it out. Let's see what... It feels like not, not, not a huge amount of effort went into this. I think Thomas Caldwell built this by my... Maybe, maybe with his own hands. Maybe. Mm. Well, come on, let's not... Um, to be clear, it's, it's clean. It's it's well made. It's just oh, yes. nowhere near historically accurate. You know? it, it's it's a mere imitation. Um, nonetheless, it may contain... Did you say it reminded you of some of those European castles in Sonoma County, California? Um, we, we'll, um, we'll press on. I think there might be some sort of inscription around here, he says, raising his lantern, stalking forwards. He slings his... Uh, he slings his um, nine iron. Oh yes. The only the only thing like stalking around the temple, 
it's disappointingly clean. It's disappointingly modern. The only thing you can sort of clean it towards the back. There's a fish pond sort of surrounding the back hemisphere of the temple. Um, but it, again, that seems to have been dug recently. All of the busts, all of the statues. There's a few little cherubs dotted about, but they seem to be generally bearded. They look like they might be Saturn or Kronos, mm. depending on whichever era the artist was going for. Obviously, the same fella. Um, but um, no other than hidden. that, I'm going to do a listen. If that's spot what hidden, please do. Yeah, uh, spot hidden is not going to yield anything. I'll tell you that. It's right. deliberately clean cut. And I've rolled an extreme success on my listen. Your extreme success attracts your attention towards the west, which is towards the maze and back towards the house. What's that, Perry? Another another red robin? Shh, 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 shh. Well, it is. This is the thing. You hear a robin. That's that robin again. And then mid-tweet, there's like an absence of sound, and the sound of the robin disappears. And it, yes. it sounds like the air has been violently snatched from its body. That's the most curious sound. I've never heard a robin make a noise like that. It's as if the wind suddenly changed direction. Its song was being carried this way and then part way through it was snatched away. I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, by snatched away, you mean? I... I, I can't put it any other way. That's not a natural sound. It's that Robin... <laughs> that Robin has been interfered with in some way. Perhaps we should... Perhaps we should check on this Robin. I mean, if, if, it's, if it's had a heart attack, perhaps it can be, can be nursed back to life. <laughs> I mean, the, the entrance to... Well, what you know now is the maze, although obviously it's impossible to tell a maze until you're in one. It's amazing. Um, there's sort of clear entrance, the archway to the, the mazes in front of you on your way back to the house. You just circumvented it. Well, let's at least check out the entrance. That seems fair. We should at least shout for the boy and see if he lets out a groan of Samuel of pain. That's the spirit. <laughs> Damn it. Yes, yes, let's check out the entrance. Sammy! Samuel! So. Where's that dog? It's still following you. Here, here, boy. Ben. Good. I asked the mother to bring me a, an artifact from the boy tomorrow, so if we don't find. Samuel! It, we can get the dog, the dog to smell it. Sammy! Um. So, as you're sort of walking along, uh, shouting Sammy, you hear no child's voice. Initially, you uh, <laughs> you hear only um, the wind suddenly blowing in quite strongly from the uh, the south. <laughs> um, but just as you're reaching the archway into the maze. Uh, you hear a boy crying inside. You hear that? He's in there. From what you can see in woods through the entrance, not much darkness, but certainly overgrowth. Um, well, um, gentlemen, it seems to me that while we find ourselves in an emergency, uh, if we are to hold off hypothermia, we should probably uh, sort out our attire. Um, umbrellas. I fear it might be the order of the day. Yes. Or at least deer stalkers. Keep it running off my eye. Well, I, I don't have a deer stalker with me, but I do have. Um, I, I 
I do have a rather fetching, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, I'm, I'm in your house. Oh, I do have a deer stalker. I, I, I beg your pardon, Eddie. I do have a deer stalker with me. Um, I was thinking of um, oh those those things the longshoremen chaps wear. Oh, a, a sou'wester. A mm. sou'wester. Cool. Uh, I I think I have a sou'wester with me. Uh, I, I have something quite similar myself and a, a long waxed greatcoat. In fact, I can't believe I just came out of the house without it just now. I'm just staring at Sidney Wagner, unblinking. You'd like to borrow the sou'wester? Because I could take the gargouche. Uh, <laughs> I'll let it go for the second time, but if there's a third, well, you shall feel more than a slap upon your uh, face, old chap. Let me promise you that. <laughs> anyway. Are you quite all right? <laughs> you know what you sense. did. <laughs> now, come on, Perry, why don't we get better, better uh, dressed? I think that's a good idea. I think we should get inside and... Um... Sorry, Peregrine. Why don't we get better dressed? Are we? Are we? Are we sure that? Are we sure that I- even tackling this maze tonight is the best plan? But if there's a child in there, we should shout at least. We should call out to them. Perhaps they can hear the sound. Samuel! Samuel! Samuel Martins! And you intend to stand there shouting for how long without proper attire? Goodness me, man! It's the 19th century, not the 1600s. I don't know. I feel sort of torn as to whether, if this is urgent, we should go straight in. If it's not urgent, then we should get a good night's sleep and try again in the morning. One thing I probably should have mentioned in the intro, um, in terms of timeline, is uh, Judith came up to the house, obviously, maybe a couple of hours ago. Well, probably slightly more than that. But um, even before then, she says her son was missing from the night before. Um... And uh, exactly. Kids, so, well, uh, it may not affect whether it's urgent this, or not. It may make it child, more or less urgent. But uh. this child, as far as I remember, has always already been missing for uh, a, a full day and night. So, I, I, I'm not entirely sure what an extra few hours here or there might achieve. But uh, obviously, I, you know, I, I'll be led by you, gentlemen. I'm just. I'm talking a matter of minutes go and attire ourselves more correctly so that we could at least call and see if our raising of a hullabaloo will potentially reach to the middle of it. All right, all right, all right. I I won't argue with that. Let's go inside and get wrapped up. I'll get the gargouche. So you're all heading back to your rooms. Mm. (laughs) So, um, William, uh, I think we we didn't say it, but we can assume William left a set of keys with you. There was a a spare set of keys but um, he hasn't locked the front door anyway um, he's retired as you asked him to um, to his cottage you assume which probably is on the grounds but you haven't seen it yet um, and so you make your way back inside and uh, if you're just going straight to your rooms um, feel free to grab what you'd like and head back out in the um, in the old cut off elephant foot that is used for um, mm. canes uh, pokers, mm. golf clubs, and uh, the like. Is there anything uh, resembling an umbrella there as we enter into the atrium? No. Of our marvellous double stairway? No, okay. It's worth Nothing. It, again, um, the staff have gone home, so... It's nothing. not even an elephant's Sorry. foot, is it? It's a, it's a bison's <laughs> foot. 
It's a bison's foot, which yeah, is yeah. very... Poultry. Barely contains anything. Horrible. A few bits of chalk and a stick. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yes, if, if, if all you're doing is uh, going I'm, to fetch your stuff... Um, yeah, I would like to go into my room and grab my long wax great coat, which I use for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, examining plant life when it's pissing it down and similar sort of broad brimmed hat but i'd like to do that as quickly as possible and then hang outside my room to see if i can catch the first one of these to emerge from their room excellent who will be the first what are you two doing well i suppose if i was checking various um cane stands and umbrella stands i might be a little bit behind you unless you waited for that first check um so in fact as a peregrine as you step outside your room in your waxen greatcoat edward's just entering his um, I might catch him by the arm. Uh, Ned, uh, uh, excuse, excuse me for asking. As you know, I've never been the greatest judge of uh, um, human character, but is, is, there, is there a little trouble between you and Sydney? Heavens, heavens, no. Uh, trouble? What sort of trouble? Uh, I'm not sure. I just sensed maybe some sort of tension, uh, but I couldn't put my finger on it. it Please forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn. I just, you know, wanted to know that you've always been a good friend to me, and if if I can help. Oh, I'm sure it's nothing more than the the old rivalries of school. He has such a touch for that which is beyond the reach of the normal man. I understand. Um, Forgive me for even mentioning it. No, you're quite right to. You're quite right to. This is. These are unusual circumstances. It's almost as if I was aware, in some small part of my mind, a compartment that I've never looked into, that I might need the company of two such men as yourselves. And yet, in that territory, comes a certain responsibility. I, I must apologize to you, Peregrine, because I feel that I've been a little short of temper at times. But the idea of these 1,387 acres, he says, as he glances over to the nearest window, looks wistfully slightly out into the driving rain. Of course, I understand exactly what you're saying. It's an enormous responsibility. And I actually take him by the lapel in, in a moment of closeness rather than uh, <laughs> anything to do with violence. And I say, but that's why we need Sydney, you see. He has an eye for these things, an ear, shall we say. And when pressed to the ground, he can hear vibrations that the rest of us <laughs> only dream of. Mm. But anyway, the boy, we must try and find Samuel. Of course. Somewhere beyond my door you hear me going, Where is the gargoo? <laughs> <laughs> and then I rush for my own waxen coat from my campaign days. And, and unless anyone stops me from putting that and a deer stalker on, I'm back out again. Yeah, and I'm, I make my way back downstairs as well. I know, I love it. I emerge in, a, in, an, in an ostentatious gargouche. It's a, it's a full, it's a half body one. <laughs> comes down to my the middle of my chest just with eye holes cut out <laughs> it's got my face cut out it's got sequins <laughs> tasseled fringes Jesus Christ Sydney is that in- entirely appropriate it's surprisingly effic- effective in the rain the conical shape and the the metal sequins help the rain slough off well, in a way that the capuchon though a similar shape uh, is more, more absorbent. Understood. Well, we won't lose you in the dark, at least. This is true. And you can always hear me jangling. <laughs> That's right. Ka-ching, ka-ching, I say as I shake my head. I, I have an umbrella as well. Perfect. 
So, there you are gathered in the front doorway again. Um, well, should we get back to what we were doing before? Samuel Martins! Samuel Martins! Samuel! Why don't you head round that way? I'll head round this way. Um, and one of us should hold the entrance. What, of the maze or the house? I'm in the maze. Right, yes, good. So, uh, when you reach the front of the maze, are you heading in? No. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me reiterate. Wait a minute. Why doesn't one of us hold the entrance? One of us will go round the left side of it, and the other one will go round the right side of it, shouting for Samuel. Well, what? It, where's, where's that Mr... Mr... What's his name again? William. Heard you. Heard you. Ask, why don't we ask Mr Purdue if he's got a stepladder? Well, I'm not sure you know where his cottage is. You could probably find it if you looked for it, but you sent him home. <laughs> Mr Purdue! <laughs> <laughs> Which idiot uh, sent him home? Was that me? It was. I, I th- well, it is Christmas. It is Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Although I don't think that was your reasoning. I think it was more that you <laughs> had grown into a fit of mistrust and uh, didn't want him around. I feel like if we find a stepladder, then... If whoever goes into the maze, if they have the stepladder, then they, if they get lost, they can always climb it and have a peek. Why does anyone need to go into the maze? I'm talking about shouting at the perimeter of it. Well, I'm just saying, if, if we've got a stepladder, then we're prepared. All right, you two start let's, shouting. Let's start by shouting at the perimeter. You want me to go and look for a stepladder while you're shouting? Oh, by all means. Good good thinking, Sidney. I'll go look for a stepladder. Mr Purdue! Um, I have a question uh, for the keeper. I think yes. the keeper. Um, so uh, I remember, as a player, um, the discovery of a bowl in the library. Yes. Um, was that was? Did anyone? So Sydney found that, right? Sydney found it. Yes. Did he let us know that he'd found it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, sh- I, sh- I showed it you. I saw. I saw him with it. Um, I, I turned to you and asked if. Um, if, if oh yes, if we recognised that. that's right, people turning into animals and things. And I, I surmise that there may be a connection uh, between the strange, uh, I believe it was handwritten um, collection yes. of crossings out of the ne- of the word bear mm. in various uh, languages. Uh, in yeah. various language, languages, languages, uh, well, and the pictures, the hor- the horrifyingly strange pictures of toothed mm. but headless. Figures. Yes, in a, a in, a man, in a manuscript that I found just before um, Sydney heads up. Uh, Sydney, I I just had to, uh, a curious thought. I'm not sure why this has come to me, and perhaps it's nonsense. But I suppose the amount of times I've spent in um, gardens of large country houses around there's many of these mazes. Uh, the strange symbol you found on the bottom of that bowl. You don't suppose oh. there's any chance that was a a map of a maze. I, um, well, I think it was the Vague Severe, the the uh, the Norse compass. Mm. It might mm. guide us. Perhaps if I bring it, and ring the bow, it may discern our direction. When you go and search your stepladder, if you want to bring the bow back, I suppose it wouldn't do any harm. But you're not seriously suggesting that we go in at this time of night, are you? Well, no. I was suggesting we go to bed. Well, I, I think I, I like, think the bowl is a formidable opinion, an idea, a formidable idea, and I think I, I think you're onto something. It did remind me of a prayer bowl. It gives me an idea. I say, walking back to the house. <laughs> anyway, shall we get back to our shouting, Ned? Let's, but let's not go too far away. If, if at any point you stop being able to hear me, and likewise, then we head back to the entrance. And I'm not going in. I'm working my way around this side. 
Understood. I'll work my way around the other side, shouting, Samuel Martins! And I head off. Samuel! Just so I'm clear, uh, Sydney has gone back towards the house to find a stepladder and perhaps retrieve the the bowl. Um, (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Um, Peregrine and... uh, Peregrine and Edward, you've split up and you're going round the various edges of the maze. As far as we can get and still be heard. Have we correctly surmised the sort of geography of the maze? Is that possible for us to go round the outside? Uh, it should, well, who's to say? It might be overgrown, but... Um, but it looks yeah, like yes. we can start doing that. Yes, for sure. Um, so I'll, I'll start with Sydney. Um, as you're sort of scurrying back, and the rain's still pelting down, remember? So, uh, mm. you know, however good your capuchon is, um, you, you're feeling... It's the gargouche now, but... Yeah. Oh, sorry, of course it is. Um, uh, in ter- where, where would you start to look for a stepladder? Well, what I'll do first is I'll go and collect the bowl because I know where that is. So Excellent, easy. Yeah. And if I see if I see anything on the way, like a cupboard under the stairs, or anything that looks like some kind of you know cleaning closet, I'll have a look in there. You don't necessarily, but um, you make your way back up to the study and. Uh, Ooh. Or if there is, in the study, a little ladder for going up bookcases? Well, there is. Um, they're all attached on sort of rails to the side. There's two of them, and they're attached. I'll give it a shake to see if it comes off the rails. It's pretty solid Not wood. No oh, rats. You'd want to rip it off if you really wanted to oh, rip it off. I don't want to damage it. Right, right, I want right. want to take it out into the driving rain. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> could you do me a... Well, if, you, if you're grabbing the bowl... You're, you're perfectly entitled to, of course. Um, and you're... Uh, are you heading back downstairs? Uh, well, i tell you what I might do. Being a, a psychical researcher, I mm. think I will stand on the landing with the bowl. Excellent. And I will um, take... What have I got on me? Um, I shall take... I've only got hats. This is this is becoming a warning to the bowl curious. <laughs> I shall I shall run my finger around the bowl to see if it resonates. Mm. And if it does, I shall try and tune into those vibrations and I shall concentrate on the idea of where the nearest stepladder is. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Um, power. And if I, it works uh, for this, then it'll work in the maze. That's my thinking. Well, this is yes. So well, it's it's not as resonant as say a Tibetan singing bowl, prayer bowl. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not getting that same sort of lovely, ooh, harmonics sort of coming off it. But you do you do start to get a sort of Scandi rubbish. <laughs> Absolutely, certainly not with your gouty finger, <laughs> calloused finger, just <laughs> scraping the edges. Um, you get a bit of, a bit of a sound. You're you're doing it fast enough, I suppose. There's blood smeared around the bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so as you stand there on the landing with my eyes closed <laughs> I'm going to say you <laughs> what are you focusing on really are you you're just focusing on where the nearest stepladder might be yeah so you you flashback could you do me a mm, can you do me a luck roll yeah yeah currently my luck is ooh 74 that's pretty oh, good it's really good you're going to 
97. Fantastic. <laughs> um, um, so you don't, you don't, you can't think of anywhere that there might be a uh, a stepladder, but you do hear um, a child crying about two meters away from you in the darkness. <laughs> Just Samuel, the corridor. Samuel. And then as you say his name the second time, it cuts off and you sort of feel a sort of maybe a a breath of wind and it's gone. Uh, is anybody there? He's a charlatan, isn't he? This has never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. He's bold curious. He's not a charlatan. Uh... This seems like the perfect opportunity for me to uh, do some psychical research. So I shall, um, I shall put the bowl on the floor and I shall say, Oh, spirit, if you are here or if you need my aid, simply ring on the bowl. And what are you doing, backing away from the bowl? or I, I give it a bit of space. Hmm. Keeping your eyes on it, yeah. Tune myself into the psychical resonances of the room, focusing on the bowl. Give me a sign if you need my help, or if you are present, knock on the bowl. All you hear is uh, the same child's crying, but directly behind you, about the same distance as before, but in the opposite direction. No, no need to be scared, child. I'm here to help you. I have a, a a sensitivity. I can hear you. You can speak to me if you want. Is there anything you wish to say? The child suddenly laughs, and then you hear the same breath of wind. Sort of like a... As if something bigger than you'd expect might have moved very near you. How big? And big enough to cause a drafts down the corridor. Bigger than a child? I'd say so. Bigger than a man? Who's to say? As big as a bear? (laughs) How big is the bear? (laughs) Samuel! I'm going to pick up the bowl. (laughs) Pick up the bowl and look out the window and see if I can see them. So while you're looking out the window, clutching your bowl, um, Peregrine and uh, Edward... A chance to glance up <laughs> white white as a sheet my face um, <laughs> with a little small hand on your shoulder yeah. caught in the moonlight I th- I'd say as this has been happening small hand the maze itself I'll, I'll say there's some you, you both went your separate ways and there are some dicey moments in terms of just brambles and thorns I mean the gorse might be perhaps brought back to you Ooh, Edward right yes um there's a, a moment on the last corner before you turn around where actually the light, the light from the moon is so dimmed by the surrounding trees that you, you can't see quite where you're going. And um, you do get your left leg snagged in a quite a, a dense bramble bush. Good God. And um, was anyone to be there to witness me? No, no. Uh, um, well, Sydney's going around... Uh, sorry, uh, Peregrine's going around from the other side, so... Uh, you're all on your own. If, if anyone had seen me, they would have seen a man lashing wildly with a cane, <laughs> with the, with the yes. force of someone attacking 
well, a host of, uh, sp- of spirits, I suspect. Mm. <laughs> 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 totally over the top, ridiculous attack on this vegetation. Mm. But you, uh, unless you feel that merits anything, I think uh, you, you do make it to each other on the, the opposite side, and you, you've circumnavigated the outside of the maze and not seen anything of particular interest. You've not heard, certainly, a, a child from inside or anything. Of the... And we could still hear each other shouting. Well, yes, I think, yeah, it's it's not so wide that you, you couldn't hear uh, the uh, other. So. And we can technically get all the way around it. Yes. But, but, of course, there's not a secret entrance or anything. Well, not that we saw... It's it's pitch black and it's still pissing it down. So it's well, I think we have lamps. Very hard to tell. We, we said we had lamps. Didn't we? You do, uh, but um, hooded lanterns. Yeah, um, sort of holly-covered hooded lanterns yeah, yeah. of the festive season and the uh, yes. But you didn't notice any sort of tunnels or hidden entrances or anything like that. It was very tidy edges of the maze, even if the ground around it has been let to go slightly. Well, Ned, I say, putting away my. Um, pocket knife that I've used to cut back the brambles and get around quite easily compared to Ned who I can see is covered with leaves and thorns and something that might be blood and might be blackberry juice um, w- well Ned I, I heard your voice all the way round but I, I never heard anyone else calling, it's, it's not a particularly large maze um, if, I, I feel we could probably go in if you, if you felt we had got to the stage where we'd be looking for a, a body, although, you know, I pray to God that that's, that's not what we're now looking for. Could you do me an intelligence roll between the two of you? Yeah. Just to see what you glean about the, uh, the size of the maze and its potential complexity. Great. I, I think I'm wide-eyed with horror and unable to focus, and, and all I say is, what, what, what tree do they make a, a maze like this out of? <laughs> uh, this is uh, well. I, c- I can't really have a uh, have a good look. It's so dark, but it might might be you. It that's might be that's what Privet. I thought. Yes, oh, oh Privet. Good. Yes. Mm. Unexpected gorse. There was some. Yes, I don't know gorse. Mm. Uh, so I've got a hard success on my intelligence. Excellent. Um, leaning on my cane heavily, and I also put my hand on Peregrine. With a hard success, I think I can tell you two things. I think you, um, well, you get the general impression that having made your way all around, it's it's given, it's sort of reminded you physically, at least, how how taxing it may be to make your way through a maze of that size without a map or any idea of the clue, the key. Assuming there is one, um, there usually is, but who's to say? You haven't found a map. Um, the other thing, since it's a hard success, that you notice, Peregrine, is um, simply that uh, it's surrounded, the maze is surrounded by a low holly bush all the way around. And that's just because you're, you know, a botanist, so that sort of thing would probably strike you. There's gorse and brambles and things around the outside, but there's a sort of, you know, a chest high sort of holly, holly bush entwining the entire maze. And the And the hedges of the maze itself are... How, how high? We're talking like ten. We're talking feet? about yeah, about ten feet, solid. And it's it's a sort of thick evergreen, very thick, shrub. Um, perennial. Um, who to say what the state inside is? But certainly the the outer walls have been maintained and seem healthy. Um, it'd be you know obviously you could hack through it if you wanted to, but it would take a bit of effort mm-hmm. and time. 
And you wouldn't want to, obviously, do well, the damage to ruin a lovely maze. Yeah. And if the poor lad's still in there, well, at least there's some water to drink. And as you say that, back to Sydney, um, pressed against the window, having heard a couple of things. Um, so, <laughs> what would you like to do? I'd like to go back outside now. Excellent. So, um, <laughs> as you turn from the window, and I... So, in my mind, you've been sort of back and forth across the top landing. You went to your room, you've gone back to the study. Mm. To get to the window, I'm assuming you're therefore in the uh, back corridor that the study's on. So, the window at the end does look out over part of the maze, which makes mm. sense. You were sort of looking out, maybe, to see if you could see them. Yeah. Um, as you turn... Oh, Could you give me um, a spot hidden? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I think I want to fail this. <laughs> it's 50-50. Oh, that's an 88. I failed on my 50. Excellent. So, as you turn, you um, you make for the, the end of where the hall you think is, but you've not lit any lights here. Um, and the grate in the study seems to have gone out, so there's no sort of even orange bloom behind you. And as soon as you start walking away from the window, you hear a sharp intake of breath and what sounds like the beginning of quite a guttural sort of scream. And could you do me a dodge roll, please? <laughs> Is the guttural scream my own? Who knows? <laughs> oh, God, my dodge. I didn't even think to put any points in dodge. <laughs> you never see them dodging an MR James story. Oh. <laughs> they rarely have to. Ooh. Oh. An 18 on a 20. <laughs> okay, so as you turn and as you start walking, you hear this intake of breath behind you and you hear this movement behind you of something that feels bigger and perhaps clumsier than a human. Um, and as you wheel round to face it, to back off or to whatever you do, it brushes past you and you just get this sense of uh, <laughs> coarse hair. Oh. And, and this sort of swish past your face of this coarse hair and you hear something kind of lumbering away. This was an Apocalypse Players production. For more information about the podcast, go to apocalypseplayers.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>